Hello, everybody. It is your man, Doc Chocolate, out here from beautiful and lovely Las Vegas, Nevada. And I have myself a guest here today. And we are going to talk about what to do if you are an aspiring cuck that wants to get into the cuckold slash hot wife slash stag slash vixen lifestyle. There are so, so many different terms and labels right but before we get started ladies and gents if you guys could do me a quick favor i would love you to death go ahead and subscribe to us on apple podcast or on spotify or google podcast and make sure you leave us your best five-star review and let a bald black chocolate brother know how much you love him i would much appreciate you and then also make sure you get your free copy of the bulls and queens lifestyle i'm saying it backwards the bulls and queens survival guide to sexy lifestyle fun and you can get that on the website at bullsandqueens.com you are now listening to the bulls and queens podcast where we have sexy fun exploring the lifestyle and swinging exploits of black bulls, queens of spades, cuckold fantasies, open relationships, seductive interracial encounters, and other kinky shenanigans that are sure to get you off in a very good way. So get ready, ladies, and make sure you take notes, gentlemen, because here is your host, that super sexy, bald black man candy, Doc Chocolate. Without further ado, let me go ahead and introduce my awesome manly guest for today, his stage name is Anthony North and Anthony is a awesome handsome white male in his mid 50s and he lives in northern Michigan and he wants to get into a stag slash vixen slash cuckold lifestyle he lives in a small town and the town has few minorities so it's a bunch of white folks and he wants to get into the cuckoo lifestyle where his wife is playing with black gentlemen did i do you justice on that introduction mr anthony yes you did doc thanks awesome awesome so so welcome aboard i am glad to have you today and What's funny is uh, we're recording this. It's March 9th and I am sitting here and I just ran outside. I did about a two and a half, three mile jog outside and it was pretty warm for the most part. I think it was like 65, 70 degrees. And I'm looking at Anthony right now and you guys can't see it, obviously, but there is snow all around. And Anthony got this big old parka on like he's in the North Pole. How's the weather out there in Michigan right now, Anthony? Oh, it's pretty cold. Um, but, you know, we find a lot of things to do in the wintertime just to keep us busy. 
right? Right? You got to do that. You got to do that. So, all right. So, Mr. Anthony, tell us a little bit more about yourself. So, I mean, how did you even first learn about the cuckold lifestyle? Like, what's what's your story? Um, well, I guess um, back in my early teens, um, my mom's boyfriend had rented some some adult VHS tapes. And I think uh, there was one of them that had an interracial clip on it. And I, I just found it really hot. Um, it was, uh, you know, a, a black male with a white female. And it was just that. It, it just took me from there. I don't know how to explain it. Um, it was the skin contrast, the, you know, the physique, um, all that stuff. So I, I, I just, that was kind of my niche, but I always had to like live in a closet, like not tell anybody, um, those type of things. Um, like when, when my first wife and the kids would go out of town, I'd always look forward to going to the video store and renting interracial videos. And then later on at night watching them, and it's just been one of those things that I've that I've always been uh, really interested in. And then now that this cuckolding, steak fixing thing has started, I just I just started reading everything I could about it, uh, listening to your podcast, other podcasts, blogs, and just taking it all in. And then um, I think just watching some good old amateur videos of um, wives with black men. It just I, I I don't know. It just seems like they are getting the best sex ever. So I thought that is pretty cool. I'd like to see that. And I've seen it one time with a past girlfriend. Um, uh, I was able to get her in, into the lifestyle. Nice. Um, I know my current wife, I'm just, I just don't know how to approach her and, and, and I don't want that door to close. So I, I just can't sit down and have a, like an open conversation with her. Okay. Okay. And, so how long have you been with your current wife? Um, five years now. Okay. Gotcha. And what's your biggest hesitation about approaching her about this cuckolding lifestyle? Uh, well, I think it's a number of things. I think, um, you know, she's always been in a monogam monogamous relationship. Um, her first husband for many years. Um, I think, I think her upbringing, um, you know, we both grew up in the same small town. There was hardly any minorities. Um, I just feel if I just sat down there and just came out and just say, Hey, this is what I want to do. There's probably a 50, 50 chance. She's going to say you're crazy or some of the other things you read about, you know, how could you think about that? You know, you want to play around, you know, you want to leave me all those things. So I thought, you know what? I want to get there, but I'm willing to take baby steps because, um, you know, I don't want her to close the door on it. I mean, it could get as bad as, you know, her wanting to leave me. I don't know, but I just, I just feel if I take baby steps, um, and take a different route, um, not trick her into anything, anything like that. Like, like, uh, you know, go to a, go to go somewhere and have, uh, a man come to us. She come where we, we're at and hit on her stuff like that. I'm not going to even set it up. I'm just going to slowly throw it out there. My, um, my, my liking, I guess, of, of interracial start out with like just your regular type movies. Like, um, geez, we've watched blazing saddles. Um, there was a tourist one, uh, and it was a vacation. I think called vacation friends. That was a recent movie. It was about, um, 
a white couple and a black couple. They're on vacation. They meet each other um, and they start partying together, uh, having fun. Uh, long story short, the, um, the white wife uh, in, in that movie slept with the black husband. They were up partying late last night and she kind of went on top of them and had a little fun. And then the next day she told her husband um, that the sex with him was life changing You know, just throwing things out there like that. And then uh, kind of hoping to get her ear on it a little bit. Um, uh, I guess that's one way I'm doing it. Um, and then the other way I thought a safe way to do it would be to go on a tropical vacation um, like to the Bahamas, uh, Jamaica, even Vegas, and just, you know, get her in a situation where, hey, we're on vacation, we're having fun, we're having some drinks. And then um, I'm sure a nice black gentleman will come up and start visiting with us. And then I hope the next thing leads to maybe her dancing with them. Um, and then he can read me that, that, that I'm okay with what's going on and then just let nature take, take, take its course, which it should. Okay. And does she know, like, does she have any type of inkling that you're, that, you know, you got this, this fetish and this desire to see this black man on white woman type thing. It kind of sounds like she does to me. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Um, she's, she's made comments before just like, um, just out of the blue, like, uh, I, I, I couldn't be with a hung man. Cause then you wouldn't feel me again. There was one time I, I, I brought stuff home from work and mixed in that work was my scribbling on a piece of paper. And it had some either cock, cuck holding sites or cuck holding podcast information and she found it mixed in I, I think they were just a bunch of paper plates i brought home from work and she found that mixed in there and she handed it to me and said i think this is yours but she didn't say anything about it so um i i really don't know i i i think with with her upbringing um if she had a desire um to sleep with a black man she would probably keep it uh, under wraps and give me no idea what's whatsoever. Um, she'll throw a lot of cues out there that I think she's, she, she's, she's pro black. And then she'll throw some things out there that maybe will set me back that she's, you know, against black, um, and, and nothing in a bad way against blacks. You know, one time I was going to buy her a sex toy and she said, Oh, anything but black. Um, <laughs> you should have told her baby once you go black you don't go back baby right right so that's another tactic i read about that you know that's a way to get 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 wives into it because i've read all about this subject and he said you can you know start out with with interracial porn you can get a a, a black sex toy um i just think some people like myself just aren't in that situation because you want to slowly uh i i guess get them to adapt and like it um, but then she, like I said, she's thrown a lot of like, uh, pro interracial things out there. There was on TV, there was, a, a a black female skater on the Olympics and she had this nice round, butt. and I, and I made a comment. I said, I said, boy, she's got a nice round, butt." and then I said, um, I said, the black guys like that. And then she <laughs> made a comment. Well, maybe I should get one. Maybe I should have one. 
<laughs> so she throws things out there. I, I really, you know, I, I'm really kind of bummed out that I think some women can't show their appreciation for interracial because they might think they're looked down upon if they do. Um, their white spouse might, you know, leave them just all kinds of things um, like that. So I guess I'm just going to throw it out there that, Hey, it's cool. It's, you know, it's okay. Um, you know, some of the best things that I'm hearing on the, your podcast and, and, and different podcasts with Scarlett and all the different people is, you know, you just simply tell them you got to separate love and sex. And if you can do that, um, this lifestyle could be, could be pretty awesome. Oh yeah. And I believe that's like one of the big opponents of being in the lifestyle. I totally agree with you, Anthony, is there is a separation between the love and the sex portion of it, because we are made of so many types of fibers or foundations to our being, right? So we're mental, we're spiritual, we're physical beings as well, you know? And so, and do you want me to tell you my two cents and what my thoughts are, Anthony? Yeah, sure. So I believe, and I, and I know uh, the listeners to this podcast, they don't know more of your backdrop or your story uh, because you and I have been emailing back and forth for the past uh, week or so. And, and you guys and ladies, if you want to email myself, I am at bullsandqueens at gmail.com. And Anthony is at anthonynorth777 at ymail.com. Okay. Now, uh, Anthony was uh, communicating with me that they are both two of them, him and his wife, we'll call her Mary. <laughs> and we'll, oh, hold on, that's not a real name, is it? No, 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 you're good. Okay. I just made up a random ass name and I was like, oh my God, what if I really said her real name on here? <laughs> so, all right. So Anthony and Mary, they're both from a small town in North Michigan. And Mary grew up in a household where there was uh, a lot of uh, race, racist undertones from her uh, parents uh, growing up. And, you know, it, it is what it is. You know, this is America. And, you know, let's just be uh, truthful. You know, a lot of us, uh, whether black, white, Latino, Asian, whatnot, some folks were grew up in, you know, racist undertones uh, with the parents, grandparents or whatnot. Okay. And so uh, the one thing that may have been instilled into her at an early age is, okay, well, maybe, you know, you're not supposed to connect with black men because of such and such. Okay. And it is what it is. But then deep down within her, she does have that desire where she's like, "Ooh, I do, <laughs> I do like these, uh, <laughs> I do like these brothers. <laughs> I do like these big black dicks over here, but I don't want to do it because it's taboo. And I've been taught since a little girl not to go after this. And I'm a good girl. And so I don't want to do this thing. And it's kind of like when you want to eat like a bunch of cookies and you know you're not supposed to eat a bunch of cookies. Cause you don't want to uh, gain a bunch of weight on your diet or whatnot. And so you refrain. And I believe that she is refraining because she still views it as taboo. But I believe that if you go from a realm, Anthony, where you do start off slowly, like you said that you're going to do, 
I believe that she's going to be good to go. And I personally believe that you should um, let her know up front, you know, uh, hey, babe, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? Let her know what your true desires are, because let's just be real. She's a smart woman. She saw that that sheet that you had scribbled out with the uh, uh, what was it? Tyrone does Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. or whatever. <laughs> you know, she already knows that she uh that you're into that, Anthony. You know, so you're just basically stating the the inevitable. So I don't see her, you know, worst case scenario being like, oh well, fuck you, Anthony. I'm leaving, I'm out. You know, I, I do not see that happening whatsoever. Yeah, it's it's yeah, sooner or later, you know it'll, it'll, it'll come out more. I think, um, yeah, it's, it's, as far as the race on her tones, I think it was nothing like super bad or anything. It was, you know, living up this way. There's, there's not many minorities and they would show like the Detroit news up here and they would show the inner city, all the crime and those type of things. And I think that was really a skewed view because a, you don't even live around minorities to know that there's good and bad people in every race. And then um, it just seems like I really feel the minorities got the wrong because they put them in a lot of these housing units and big apartments and stuff like that. So even if you were to put a bunch of white people in this massive complex of a bunch of tenants, there's going to be a lot of crime and stuff going on. So I just think the older generation, um, this would be back in the growing up in the 70s and 80s. It, it was around that time frame. So, um, yeah, it was just, uh, you know, the upbringing um, with no minorities. Um, the other thing is, I think my belief in marriage is that um, monogamous marriages shouldn't even be around. I, my feeling is that's just been a brainwash for people over many, many centuries that you're to be with one person your whole life. And, and I, and I just don't uh, agree with that. Um, I think you're asking for too much from one person. I think for, for all, all of your needs. Um, I, I guess when I think about it, it's kind of like you want to get the best house that you can possibly afford you want kind of the best of almost every type of thing the best food you can afford i mean li i mean living under your means and stuff like that but you kind of want the i guess the nicest car where that's in your budget i mean why can't you have the best sex also is the way i look mm -hmm. at it yeah yeah i agree i agree and you know there was a study that has was done once and for the life of me, I don't remember who the hell said it, but they basically said, talking about Americans and uh, those people that are in relationships, Anthony, and everybody listening to this podcast, is that people are typically in one of three stages of marriage or how they view relationships, okay? So they said that at the one end of the, uh, the extreme, that 20% of the population is totally monogamous, meaning that they will never, like once they're with their person, they're with their wife, they're with their husband, they will never look at anybody else again. You know, if they, you know, if you're walking down and you see a woman with, you know, a 
big old booty and you know some nice thick lips and you know she just like walking sexy you know and y'all should see that little twinkle in anthony's eyes i'm describing that but they will like slap themselves across the face and like hey i'm not looking i'm not looking and then you have on the opposite end of the extreme 20 percent of people that are polygamous meaning that they will never be settled down with one person like they will never look at marriage they will no no they're like f that right and then in between those two 20% bookends, you have the middle 60% of us, the population, which is some mixture or combination between mono and poly, meaning that, you know, more or less, some may be slanted more towards mono, some may be slanted more towards poly, but they're not just, you know, totally either or, if that makes sense. And I feel, Anthony, that that's why divorce rates are about uh, they're fifty percent for first marriages, sixty four percent for second marriages, and then seventy four percent for third marriages. Okay, and I believe one of the biggest reasons for that is because people by nature are not monogamous, and if you force people into that institution of just being monogamous, then they sooner or later their eyes start to wander and because they lack the communication skills or the the trust in their spouse to communicate with them it leads to trouble you know so trust me like you're <laughs> you're 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 not you're not you're not different from uh, everybody else if that makes sense yeah no i think you're right on with that that's why i really uh kind of like i'm really liking this movement like with your podcast and every podcast every other podcast similar to this and blogs, I just think it's it's kind of normalizing the lifestyle, letting people know, hey, it's okay to be sexual. It's okay to have fun. You're not a bad person, or you always hear, you know, you're not a slut. It's okay, um, you know, to just have those experiences, just like kind of some of the other lifestyles that always been in the closet. And now same-sex people can get married. Um, you know, nobody bats an eye twice at that kind of lifestyle. It's accepted. And I think that's that's what needs to go with this type of lifestyle. I think um, with both um, cuckolding, snake vixen. And then I, you know, I really like the idea of the interracial aspect of it too, because then you're also bridging any gap that you might have, um, you know, with racism. Yeah, yeah, you really are. And, and I mean, like the reality of it is in the next 50 to 100 years, like, <laughs> you're probably not even going to have any black people or white people. You're probably going to have, everybody's just going to be brown. Everybody right. it's going to be yeah. mixed. Let's just be real about it. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I heard that before. Yep. Yeah. And uh, you know, I, I think it's a, a beautiful thing, you know, and uh, there's beauty in all different races, you know uh, that's just my take on it. And so Mr. Anthony, what is your biggest fantasy that you would love to see with you and Mary, you guys get into this cuckolding lifestyle. Like, what's the biggest fantasy? Get dirty and nasty with me. No, All don't right. worry, nobody's listening to you except the millions yeah. of people listening to this podcast. Um, I just think the first first experience is going to be mind blowing. Um, I've had a girlfriend that I was able to experience this with, um, but she wasn't somebody that I was super, super close with, not anywhere near a, a wife. So it's just such a, it's going to be such an exhilarating experience to just see her first time, to hear the noises, to hear that pleasure 
and then just just go from there and just and 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 just run with the lifestyle um it's you know you hear about this angst a lot um different things and you know and it it's it's kind of thrilling it's kind of like on land it's almost like your biggest fear to see your pride and joy get dicked down by bbc but then it's also one of your top fantasies it's like it's like a fear and a fantasy mixed in together and maybe that's kind of in a small sense what the female's feeling but once you get that first experience out of the way you just realize that wow that was so easy and it felt so good and and, and just go from there yeah and, and i love that and describe it in more detail like like paint me a picture like what does the dude look like I, what does it look on your I, wife's face as she's getting dicked down yeah i just think that you know the you know the moaning um the sounds um you know the the, the sounds of um the two making contact uh her getting wet sounds um the verbiage of don't stop more harder faster um Maybe she wants, you know, to hold my hand at first, you know, it may, maybe it might be bigger than what she can, you know, is used to. Um, and then, uh, yeah, just the skin contrast and I don't, it, it would just be mind blowing. That's beautiful. And one thing I would tell you, Anthony, is for her first guy, whenever this does happen, I believe it will happen, but whenever it does happen, make sure you get a uh, guy that's a pro a veteran he knows what he's doing he's both a gentleman and he's not going to be uber aggressive because you do want uh, a bull that is dominant but you want one that is a gentleman as well if that makes sense so he has to be dominant but he has to also be a gentleman so um right, right. You, you you want his dick but you don't want him to be a dick right right <laughs> you know yeah, yeah no that you know that's that's what I have been hearing too. You know um, those recommendations. So, you know, you know it it might not happen in a you know at a tropical resort because then you know the the man would be an unknown. It might be uh, something where, hey, let's go to a swingers party. You know, we we can just look. We don't have to do anything. You know those type of things where we're doing it more or less just for fun or. Let's go to Jamaica and go to Quito and we'll hang out on the, you know, the non-nude side just to do it as fun, just to look around, just kind of get in those scenarios. Cause I think that's really the toughest part is when neither, neither one of us has ever swung before. So that might be a, an opportunity too. Hey, I could even come out to Vegas and, uh, I don't know your, your party's Sound like they're going to be a little bit smaller. I need something like a big old, big old event, though. So, oh, trust me, there's a lot of uh, events out here in Vegas. Yeah, I mean, the bigger the better, kind of, so she doesn't feel like uh, I don't know, set up or anything. I mean, I really think nature will take its course, but just to ease into it. Yeah, I totally hear you. And what I will say, Anthony, is I if I was in your shoes. Okay, definitely let her know uh, 
have a sit down with her, you know, and just let her know, hey, uh, this is what uh, I've liked. And I know that you probably saw my little notes that I had scribbled six months, a year ago or whatnot. What do you think about it? What are your thoughts about it? And be very inquisitive about it and start asking her and just kind of feeling around to see what her general vibe is around that. And then go from a, go from it from Mary's perspective. Like, uh, so, I mean, Mary, what would you think of a black guy or, you know, what would you think of kissing a black guy? You know, what would you think of dancing with a black guy, you know, take it slowly and then just, try to feel Mary out. And then what I would do from that standpoint, Anthony, is whenever you find what sets little Miss Mary off where she's like, woo, then you pretty much want to dive in on that tenant, right? So if she says something to the effect of, you know, and you kind of feel like, you know, she's really digging the, you know, the dancing in a club with a black guy, uh, vibe, then, you know, kind of go from it and, you know, just say, Hey, you know, I think that would be so sexy if, uh, you were dancing with a black guy or, uh, matter of fact, don't even say that, but say, uh, what would you like, would you, do you think that would be hot if uh, you were dancing with a, a black guy? Like, how would that make you feel Mary, you know, and go from her feelings and her emotions that she would elicit from meeting up with that BBC. And then just go from there. And then, I mean, um, if, if there's, uh, yeah, whatever lifestyle clubs are out there, you can go, but I would just kind of go on there as a recognizance mission, right? So we're not going to engage with the enemy. <laughs> we're just going to well, take some notes. Yeah. Well, I I think I have time on my side only because of the fact, let's just say I had a sit down with her or she said, yeah, let's, let's try this, whatever. Um, where I'm located, there aren't even any minorities um i think the closest would be uh green bay which is about a five-hour drive the other would be the metro detroit area and that's about a nine-hour drive so it it, it just like i guess my current situation just it's not making it any easier put it that way i feel you so what do you think about aaron Rodgers being re-signed to the pack yeah yeah i think uh i i I don't, I don't care for him. Um, <laughs> uh, normally you either cheer for the Lions or the Packers, but I, I would normally cheer for the pack, but I don't really care for it. He just do, uh, I don't know, too uppity. <laughs> hey, see, ladies and gentlemen, this is what you get when you get two dudes on a lifestyle podcast. We talk about sex and we talk about sports, baby. <laughs> All the ladies are like, Fuck this shit. I'm tuning out. They're talking about football. <laughs> so, all right. So I'm going to let you go here in a second, Anthony, because I know you had to get back to work. But what do you believe is going to likely be your next step with Mary? Like, what's the next step? So you don't have to look like long term, but, you know, the journey of a thousand miles begins with your first step. So what would that first step be for Anthony. Well, I think I'm just going to continue. What I'm doing is, is, is slowly throwing it out there, whether it's your regular type of movies, like your R type movies, that type of thing. Um, we do watch, um, porn every now and then I'm going to start, 
uh, you know, when I scroll up and down through the clips, I'm going to try to go slower those portions, maybe try to play in a ratio clip or two. Um, yeah, you know, other than that, I'm just going to keep, keep throwing it out there. And when the opportunity is right, I'm, you know, I'm just going to, I'm going to bring it out and ask her, um, you know, until then, I think it's going to be, um, it probably won't happen um, until I'm in an area where there are opportunities. And I just think um, some type of vacation is almost your perfect way to do it because um, you're on vacation, you're having a good time, you're away from home and you don't know anybody. And then if you do cross that bridge and have relations with another man, you don't have to really worry about that man of the distance but then after you have that first experience and then come home and realize wow that was a lot of fun then you actively go after it and pursue it i feel you man i feel you and you could definitely do that i would yeah you could do that think about this as well anthony think about getting with a brother, a bull in one of those uh, destinations and seeing if there can be some type of uh, communication. Because uh, I don't like letting, I don't like being not being in control of the variables or the environments, right? Because if you have a bad experience, your first time in the cuckolding lifestyle, then, you right. know, you, you're a guy, you're going to bounce back you know, like whatever, you know, but if Mary has a bad experience her first time, it's over. Like she's done. It's like Haley's comments. You're never going to see it again. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this question then. What do you feel about, some people have mixed reviews. Um, if I was to go to, let's say, I mean, I'll even use you as an example. Uh, or if I was in another like Caribbean or something, if I communicated with a bull, and I said, we are going to be out in Vegas. We're going to be at this club having a good time. Just come up to us. Just, just, just start getting to know us. And then just let things flow how they're going to flow. It's ultimately going to be her decision. Um, but it would be set up in a way where she doesn't know it's being set up. So she's, in a sense, not being tricked into it. Because it's ultimately going to be her decision if she wants to take it further. But do you think that is cool? Well, man, if you go down to Jamaica and you find somebody that can do that, man. <laughs> hey, hopefully my Jamaican accent wasn't too terrible. But uh, no, I mean, you can do that. And I've actually been approached multiple times um, to do something along those lines, Anthony. And I always say no to it just because um, I... I don't want to have to do all that work because people will message me. Right. And they'll say, Hey, you know, my wife's new to the lifestyle. How about, you know, we're good. If we meet up at a bar and you just buy her a drink and you start flirting with her, you start dancing with her. And, you know, I know that she probably likes black guys, but you know, I just want to see what happens. And to me, and this is just me personally, right. I've not talked to any other bulls about this, Anthony. Uh, but um, I, I'm like, I, I don't want to have to do all that work. Yeah. And, you know, I don't want to have to drive all the way down to the strip and, you know, uh, 
potentially get rejected and then had to buy drinks and you know spend time and this and that yeah. you know like yeah. it, it, it's almost like you you got to pay somebody to do that honestly like yeah. well i was just going to mention nobody's got enough time for that it has to be somebody that literally didn't have much going on so and you don't uh, want those type of people you don't want somebody that doesn't have <laughs> much going on let's just be real about it yeah yeah that's true <laughs> um, I did have one person reach out to me though, and they and they said that they had a friend come over for dinner, and he was um, an ex-service buddy, a black guy, and he was a drill sergeant, blah blah blah, and he came over for for dinner, and I think his wife was kind of they've never done that before, but I think maybe they had a threesome or something like that. Long story short, he came over as the old service buddy and he ended up banging the wife oh man the drill sergeant drilled the wife <laughs> so i don't know i mean i mean there's other possibilities i just i just would rather have nature takes this course you know i could um i think there's gonna be more opportunity in retirement i really I, you know i really do you know get away from here anytime we want for long periods of time um i've even thought of uh you know doing similar know what you know get to know a bull online and say hey we're on our way to florida you're in tennessee i'll stop by you're an ex-co-worker um you know i i don't really want to go that route there's different routes to go i just think in 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 the area where i'm at there's not a lot of opportunity it's going to take a weekend getaway it's going to take a vacation so i'm just going to keep throwing it out there and i really appreciate your emails to me and, and interest and those type of things um um, just getting back to me, you know, means the world to me and, um, certainly keep in touch and check in with me, um, and see how things are progressing. Definitely. Definitely. And thank you for just even reaching out to me initially, Anthony, because yeah, we had a, a real deep discussion back and forth and you guys, ladies, if you guys have any comments on this or have your two cents, uh, hit up, hit up Anthony. Anthony North 777 at ymail.com. Anthony North 777 at ymail.com. Maybe you're a bull and you want to uh, help Anthony with his little predicament. You know, uh, maybe you're a lady and you have a piece of advice that you want to give him that your Jamaican BBC could not give him. Go ahead and give it to Anthony. All right. So uh, until next time, you guys, y'all stay sexy. Y'all be blessed. Anthony, thank you for coming on this because trust me, like there are hundreds of guys listening to this that are in the same boat that you're in. All right. And trust me, your story is going to hit them and like totally resonate with all those guys. All right. So. All right. You got any last words before you peace out to us? No, thanks. Thanks. Uh, thanks for having me on your show. I really, uh, I really enjoy it. Awesome. Awesome. You guys be blessed and you all stay sexy. Thank you for listening to everybody's favorite black man candy, Doc Chocolate of the Bulls and Queens podcast. If you would like Doc Chocolate to help you host your next fun and kinky private party, or you want info on his next monthly Las Vegas Bulls and Queens play party, 
Or you'd like to have him pose as a nude or semi-nude model for your next girls' night out or bachelorette party? Make sure you go to www.bullsandqueens.com right now and fill out the form on the website to contact Doc. Again, that's www.bullsandqueens.com. Until next time, bulls, queens, and cucks, stay sexy.